we discovered, we as in Matt, discovered that Dolly Parton and Toby Keith have the same net worth, and I have never heard of anything more unjust <laughs> in my life. <laughs> never. Oh, that is fucked up. Because even if you go to his YouTube videos on YouTube, nobody likes Toby Keith. Like, Toby Keith fans don't like Toby Keith. He's He has, honestly, he has very piss-poor, like, YouTube video count. I'm saying, like, compared to, like, go to, go to a video like Clint Black, Killing Time, uh, classic 90s. Fucking con- so classic. Yeah, classic Clint 90s Black. country song. He can't hold a candle to yeah. Clint Black, to Dolly, nobody. Nope. And, you know, I used to do Honky Tonk Jukebox on WMT when it was on Saturdays uh-huh. for a few years. And people would call and request him, and I would never play it. I was like, no, can't do it, man. He's Sorry. He's a piece of shit. Can't do it. Me and Carrie and Matt are always laughing about um, that video, that song, I Want to Talk About Me. Like, have oh you have you seen God. the video? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, is it the football situation? That, that one's uh, How Do You Like Me Now. Oh, that right, right, How Do You right, Like right, Me right, Now. Yeah. Uh, clearly, yeah. all of his songs are about himself. But how? Do, uh, I think this, I don't remember how you say that one. I want to talk about me. I don't know he the title of that one. He is a royal tool. The, the video, though, is him, like, him and his girlfriend. Like, she's, like, going out shopping. He's, like, um, oh, fuck. The, 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 the cadence, like, on the, like, his vocal sort of, like, rap country thing on oh, the verse God. is so bad. Yeah, maybe he did start that. I hadn't even thought of that. It was kind of like spoken word. More he than was just like the birth bro. of bro country, honestly. He was like the first bro country. Well, and you know, he he was like the messenger for like empire after 9-11, you know? Oh, yeah. That's how. People- that's what, se- I mean, that's how, that's why he has a net worth equal to Dolly fucking yeah. Parton. I mean, people talk about the cultural depravity of our current moment and how, you know, fascism just sort of, sort of erodes all expression and creativity. But that was also a pretty bad moment. <laughs> Early 2000s, post pretty 9-11. Pretty bad, yeah. Yeah. But the, my own, I mean, one of my biggest uh, embarrassing times is the time in my life where I enjoyed the song Should Have Been a Cowboy. Oh, yeah. That one is... That, it's his only good song. I, yeah, it's was, his only acceptable song. You hate to admit, Should Have Been a Cowboy yeah. is a catchy tune. <laughs> it is a catchy tune. But... Should have learned a rope and ride. He ain't wrong. <laughs> oh fuck. But yeah, their net worth is five hundred million. Damn. So much money. Yeah, I no, I wanted to have Kara Matt on to talk about that because did they show you a picture of Kid Rock's trailer mansion that I already knew. Mansion? Okay. He texts Michella, Michella's told me Matt is at fucking Kid Rock's house. And I was like, wait, the camo trailer? I had read an article that he lived in a camo double wide and like an interview with him. And I thought it might have been satire. So I was like, is it true? Does he really live in a camo double wide? Turns out he does. (laughs) Except for it's a gated community. He has like a ton of like land with tons of like fucking, I don't know, roller coasters and shit on it. And apparently, according to Matt, he has his security drives a Cadillac. Holy shit. I don't know. What did you call us? <laughs> What's going on? Send a goddamn smoke signal. <laughs> What's going on? How the hell it goes, that Tom? I'm sorry. Uh, where's my little? Is there only two of those? Oh yeah, there's only two. You want you want no, mine? No, I'm good. I'm good. Here you go. I just wheeze a lot. I, lo- I left mine. Oh, I, I well, lost call- my third I've one. I've got my inhaler here, but guaranteed I'll have to hit it. I thought I'd have to hit it at the top of the stairs, but I'm doing okay so far. I told Tom. 
I'm having to do a breathing treatment every four hours. Last night, I was like, this is the end. I recorded a really dramatic voice note on my phone. I was like, if anybody finds this. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, my God. I'm in a new... Like, I'm in a new partnership dealing with this, and it is embarrassing. It is so embarrassing <laughs> to be wheezing. I, we're fucking uh, in intimate moments, and I'm wheezing so bad. She's like, are you okay? And it is, this is a lot to get, deal with. It's aller, it's peak fucking pollen season up in this bitch. Everything yeah. is blooming and trying to fucking kill me. It's bad when you're in Walmart, and you're standing next to, like, an 85-year-old woman, and you're like... And she's fine. <laughs> she's just looking at you. <laughs> Seriously, I'm audibly wheezing most of the day. It's bad. Do you have full-on breathing treatments? I feel like that's my next step. Yeah, you want to hit one after the show? I would love to, actually. (laughs) We could pass the nebulizer around. I have, I have like, I have basically smashed half of my albuterol inhaler Uh in three weeks' time. It's really bad. This is the the wettest fucking spring I've ever seen. Woo! Shit is wet, though. It's so wet. (laughs) Remember when wet meant good? Yeah, <laughs> that's like that's that's like an underrated like. When I was growing up, red red meant like you were being an asshole. Yeah, wet meant like tired or like you know right. that shit is wet. You could tell a lot about the sort of cultural polarity of a of a certain moment, uh, whether or not based on whether or not wet is good or bad. You know what could be. Our like first little web series, Tribbly web series, could be us quietly following Tom around while he tries to reintroduce <laughs> in like just regular moments around town, reintroduce lingo from his childhood. Yeah. Shit, shit is deadpan, shit. seeing how it goes. Shit is late. <laughs> seeing how people react. Yeah. Make Tom great again. Make Tom's lingo great again. Damn. Make Tom cool again. Yeah, no, it's real wet. I see this mustache you're trying to bring back. Yeah, you do have just the mustache. Well, let me, t- let me tell you about it. <laughs> do, do tell, do tell. Because <laughs> uh, I, uh, I was reading in Gentleman's Quarterly <laughs> about if you can't grow a beard, it's best to leave your mustache and your soul patch yeah. a little uh, slightly longer than your beard line. That way it gives the appearance of having a thicker beard than right. you really have. Right. Once it grows in a little bit. It weirdly works for you. Also, the the French journalist I'm having around, I think she thinks it's kind of weird. <laughs> Which is saying something. Well, every time our dear friend Hoopman <laughs> grows out a big stash, I can't help but feel like it's a little pedo- pedophile-like. I want to show y'all a picture, because I had a beard up until yesterday. And oh, I, really? Yeah. Um, That's right. Even in the fucking... Oh, did you shave you, it because you, you saw you, yourself? Yeah, I saw myself. You do look saw yourself in the video. <laughs> You do look pr- particularly Slavic today. No, I, I, uh, yeah, you're right. Not, not Slavic, but uh, yeah, you look Nordic. Nordic, Nordic. Yeah. Video. Sla- you look, you look Slavic <laughs> then. You look Nordic now. It's a nose. Yeah, um, they put us on TV and we have reverted. We've, yeah. we've all. I got my hair cut. I got blonde I put in my hair. Fucking thing out of there. Um, but I so I shaved it into the youth pastor goatee yesterday. Just oh for, I almost sent it to God. Tom, but I was paranoid he was gonna put it on Twitter or some shit. Ooh, <laughs> wow, you do look like a youth pastor. You weren't wrong. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> you look like a straight up youth dude, pastor. You look like a guy no name Sam that was a youth pastor. <laughs> and that wow. Maybe I'll just make this the uh, the episode art. 
Yeah. Because I can't show any, it to anybody. Let's do a triple screen. <laughs> your uh, uh, pastor goatee, my mustache, mustache, and my and new Tanya's highlights. highlights. My new highlights. <laughs> this is how we look. Really. Post. Yeah. Oh Man, God. I looked like shit on that. Man, I Post swear TV. the goddamn, the, them goddamn lights. <laughs> I'm telling you, not you could see all all of my chins and none of my hair. Yeah, <laughs> it was brutal. It was brutal. Yeah, what what did y'all think about it? They used my name as a noun, the Tanyas. The Tanyas. You remember that? At the no. End? What, oh yeah, the Tanyas of the world. Turner, Tucker, <laughs> the Ninas, the Ivies, the Tanyas. Damn, how does it make you feel? Tara. I mean, it immediately made me feel like I should start my own band, like the Donnas. Yeah. Damn. That's a pretty heavy weight to to carry around. I immediately regretted everything. <laughs> Take a load off, Tanya. <laughs> I thought it was good. Um, well, I don't know. I had some issues with it, but I will say. That they are very lucky that it snowed when they were here because those aerial shots I've never seen anything I've never seen Kentucky look that just like it looked picturesque like, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 it was beautiful it was, it was shot really beautiful. well because this Lucian place did a look, good job Lucian yeah. will be listening we need to shout him out this place did it, a good job Lucian yeah yeah this place can look very bleak in the winter oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah so, that's true yeah so they did a pretty good job. Yeah, well, I liked the first half, too, a lot of the segment, because we were just like the second half of the segment, you know? Yeah. And the girl from Orange is the New Black was in the first one. Oh, yeah. She was narrating the first part. That's who that was. And it was very heavy, and so I was kind of shocked that they paired us, because, of course, Nick Offerman brought a lot of humor to this, like, sad tale. Right. Which I guess they made, they, you know, it had an uplifting ending. Right. (laughs) Or something. That was you. That was you and uh, Terry Ratliff skinning that uh, oak tree. <laughs> what is so funny is that they had Nick say on there that I suggested Terry to them. Yeah. Which I don't remember it that way, but maybe. I think what happened, this is actually what happened. Yeah. When Alex heard what was going on and that Nick was coming, he was like, well, we need to find a woodworker. Terry's been wanting to cut this tree down and use it and turn it into some chairs. We should just have him come do it while the film crew's here. That will have a whole fucking dog and pony show out here with him cutting this tree down. Yeah. That didn't come for, to, for, to fruition. They wanted to go to his wood shop instead. Fine. But, like, Terry's generally just aggravating as fuck. Have y'all spent any time with him? Yeah. Oh, he's nuts. Yeah. And so, literally, just last <laughs> week, it's Fun Drive at WMT, and I'm on my morning Friday show, yeah. Feminist Friday, and I see on the caller ID, I, we get a call, and I see on the caller ID, it's Terry. And I was like, I'm not fucking answering that. I ain't talking to that asshole. And then we're, like, paired up like some fucking... <laughs> I did end up answering it and it gave me ten dollars, so I'm glad I did. But I was like, What do you want? Why are you yeah. how are you even up this early, you drunk? <laughs> and and then it ended up being like this whole me and Terry are just right. artists in love it on is, the show. Or go you gonna say something? No, I was gonna say anything. It's um strange um being on the sort of uh, other side of the media veil. Um <laughs> <laughs> Where's the veil? <laughs> on the Oz side. Yeah, on the Oz side. Right, right. But um but it's weird because like at our office we've been having this vice reporter uh try to get a hold of us about doing some story. And do you, do you meant to say you've been dodging a vice reporter <laughs> at work? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been do- <laughs> I've been putting off that responsibility on other people. Um but it's weird. It's like they are almost hesitant to do any kind of story that's not like really 
unique or, you know, that's already been done? Do you, Have you enc- encountered that a lot? Sometimes, like, but then when PBS covered Apple Shop, literally the film crew, every step of the way, they were like, we're just going to do what PBS did. Just show us what you, what you showed PBS. We'll just set it up the same as PBS. I mean, yeah. PBS said that about CBS. Sorry. They're like, yeah, we're just here to like do the CBS shoot, essentially. Well, it's weird because, you know, they've got that like Vice Land thing on HBO or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think that's just what it's for. Or uh, Vice Land. It's just it's on the station now. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Um. So I guess I guess that's what it's for. Vice had a TV show on HBO. Okay, but it's Vice Land. But now they got their own network. Hold on, is this transcribing us? What's happening here? No, that'd be pretty cool. What's those words? Oh no, that's just uh, that just says mixer, record arm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, it's that would be pretty badass if we had that kind of technology. Yeah. Transcription technology. Um, but no, so no, it's weird because like the vice, the vice people like they're not, they don't, they're not really interested in this, this black lung story, which is that, um, you know, NPR did this really, you know, they did this well circulated story about how black lung is sort of skyrocketing right now in a, you know, a younger demographic of You miners. mean they picked up Benny's story? Yeah, yeah. NPR picked up Benny's story? Well, <laughs> yes. So in the story though, there's this famous graph. It's kind of like you know, among like black lung advocates and lawyers and stuff. It's sort of like the famous like hockey stick graph over climate change and greenhouse gases and stuff. But you know, it shows how like 20 years ago um, we had gotten pretty close to we didn't. I don't know if we could say we got close to eradicating black lung, but um, black lung rates were significantly down. And then it just sort and of then it slipped through our fingers. It slipped through our fingers. <laughs> Just got away from us, as you like to say, Tom. Oh God! And so, um, so, so that was a big story like five years ago. Well, now they're finding that it's like the scale of the problem is like even worse than anybody could have possibly imagined. And um, I could, I really could relate to that whole black lung thing this week with the yeah not being able to breathe. Speaking of, <laughs> but. But uh, but like I've been talking to guys who like go to these conferences and meetings of lawyers and and medical practitioners and and stuff, who are who sh- who bring these X-rays, and apparently like people are absolutely just blown away by this. Like, um, the 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 degree of ser- severity that these younger and younger minors are having. Like I was talking to my coworker Wes, and he saw one black lung slide of this guy in his thirties who has hardly any living tissue left in his lungs. He's in his 30s. It's it's He's going to die in, yeah. unless he can get a lung transplant. But but even then like lung transplants get you what 5 10 years you need another one. Yeah. Yeah, and then they uh Benny just did another story, WMT just did another story that I heard this morning on the like Morning Dispatch. It's just really short and this guy was like yeah, he had been on the lung transplant list for a while. He finally got a new lung transplant. And the per- the doctor they interviewed said that a double lung transplant is the most severe transplant of any. Like yeah. heart transplant, <clears throat> any of A double lung is the hardest, most difficult, like complicated transplant you can do. And that's what all these people need. Obviously, you weren't around with that Italian doctor who transplanted a head. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that, seem, that seems like that might have been us. Slightly tougher degree of difficulty. 
<laughs> damn owned. Man, there was oh a really God. fucked like up. Before I, we'll stick a pin there. I'll go back to that. I just want to say this real quick. There was a really fucked up story about like that guy transplanting like a monkey's head and it like yeah. lived, yeah. but then like died a horrible, miserable death like a few days later. Yes. That whole story just creeps me out when I think about it. <laughs> oh my God. I, have, I don't know. You hadn't heard about this? No. <laughs> yeah. Sir, Sir, Sergio Carnavale is yeah. his name, I think. Tom and I read all the latest medical journals. And, um,. You know, that was <laughs> and like stuff you click at the bottom of, you know. Yeah. <laughs> the internet the internet equivalent <laughs> of the back of an easy rider magazine. Dear God. Right, right. Anyways, the, the I don't know why this doesn't really pique their in- interest enough. Maybe it does. Maybe they'll wind up doing a story about it. But it is it is kind of strange that um that's not like that was one thing that I that sort of st- stuck out to me obviously just because of where I work they didn't mention black lung or anything in the story I mean they're trying to open the first lung transplant center in the state of West Virginia right now the first one like specifically for lung transplants yeah god damn at WVU god damn well that's what the, I mean maybe I would, that's what the news uh thing that I heard this morning said like the first one in the state I would take a new pair of lungs I mean I wouldn't like shove myself in in front of every, anybody in line getting steve jobs anybody for him <laughs> but i would take one if if they were just handing him out did steve jobs knock a girl uh, like an eight-year-old girl off a liver transplant probably because he had enough ways. money to oh yeah i think that's true he really did that in tennessee <laughs> oh fuck well um so i don't but but then again i don't know like i don't know how you in a short 30 minute segment you're obviously not going to cover everything but um it's just uh, it's, uh, it's just something that stuck out to me. Other than that, what stuck out to you? That there wasn't black lung in the. There wasn't. There, there wasn't anything like referred to sort of like minor. Yeah. Um, legacies of sort of mining issues like. Yeah, it seems like they didn't have enough time with Nick here to do all they wanted to because they also had a bunch of footage about the prison. You know what would it be? They had a, a bunch of prison footage. You know what would be an, a really good, a really crazy national story though, um, that c- could probably have some legs is, in, it came out a few months ago, and I think and I've heard people talk about it sort of anecdotally for a long time, but how Harvard owns so much money or so owns so much land in oh, Martin yeah, County, yeah. yeah, and and isn't paying any of their taxes. Never. And, it's part of the reason why the f- the fucking public water system is failing because they don't have the money to take care of it. Yeah, that's Seriously. a good story. Thanks, I saw Harvard. Post that. Yeah, so that that could be a, a good story with legs. I tell you what, here's a uh, a compromise here. Give us all honorary Harvard degrees, and we'll call it square. <laughs> are we gonna do with a harvard degree i mean don't call it honorary just say just issue us degrees low key i don't know that was really funny to me earlier this week tom was like man libs just love giving posthumous degrees they do <laughs> they love giving posthumous degrees what's posthumous mean like, like after they're dead after you're, yeah uh, like if i'm if i've died and someone decides i've done something good like we're going to give this man a- like they gave uh they gave um uh, Trayvon Martin, a posthumous oh, yeah. aeronautics oh, degree. Oh, God, that's right. It's like, I'm, I'm <laughs> sure it's, you know, it's, it's so, it's so dark. Yeah. I mean. Like, I get the gesture. It's an, it's a, it's a really nice gesture, but like. I know what you're saying. You know what this well, brings up for me? I just don't want anyone, what? When 
so it's just like you don't want to actually advocate for people until they're fucking dead. Right. That's but, what I'm. That's and, the and, point and I'm here, making. Here is a clear example from homegrown example. A couple summers ago, y'all might remember our fiscal court here thought they were going to pass a bathroom bill, a bad bathroom bill, yeah. trying to make it so that people have to use the bathroom according to the gender on their fucking birth certificate. And mind you, in all of Letcher County, there's only two multiple stall bathrooms in the whole damn county. Seriously, so. it is a, it's complete, complete. Basically, they wanted to legislate Walmart's bathroom. Complete utter insanity. <laughs> no, it was only for public restrooms. Like like in public buildings. Yeah, I think you're which right. there's only the two of. Oh, so that's and they're all single stalls, so yeah. it doesn't fucking matter anyway. <laughs> yeah. It's complete, completely insane. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a, it was wedge well, issue. They were trying to like yeah. Trump just trumping up a bunch of bullshit, and we yeah. all all three of us went over there and talked to him about how bullshit it was, and was like, this is embarrassing. You cannot expect people to come here. I mean, it was just fucked up. That was in that was in June. Uh huh. In July, the very next month, the Orlando shooting happened at the nightclub. Oh, yeah, that's in right. The, in, in the Pulse in Orlando right. in July. And some of the same motherfuckers who will remain nameless right now to protect who, Right, who the wanted innocent. to pass that bathroom bill. Not that they wanted to, but they, they were like... Well, he, he's my magistrate. He's a good guy. Yeah. He means well. But then showed up at the motherfucking <laughs> vigil we had for the Orlando shooters. And yeah. that is a yeah. perfect example of someone who don't give a fuck about you when you're alive. Right. But will show up and light a fucking candle for you when you're dead. Uh, I and think, yeah. I could not. I, I literally was fuming so bad on that bridge during that vigil over yeah. that. And all I could think about Did was wish the fucked motherfucker up would? stuff. Oh, on some Cardi B bullshit all the time. I, I still didn't. Would. I stood in line behind her mom today uh, while I was waiting to vote. Oh, Ta- Tom, when Tanya walked up, she was like, God damn it, I took my I voted sticker off because I thought y'all would make fun of me. <laughs> I literally removed my I voted well, sticker because I didn't want shit for it. Let me tell y'all, let me tell y'all a funny story. When I, ca- when I first came into the Jacobin lift a couple years back, <laughs> uh, I just spit water on your uh, It's all right. It's SM58. I thought it, I thought it would be, I thought it'd be a cool thing. Like shortly after, like after I vote, voted for Bernie, I'm like, okay, man, I'm getting out of the Democratic Party. Jacob and left. And uh, so I just did something cool. I was like, oh, socialist workers. I know nothing about this WP. Still don't. But I, <laughs> but I, in my cursory wiki search, I saw CLR James was one of the. You know, the founders of, or, or maybe not even one of the founders, one of the more active people in it, uh-huh. at its time. So I was like, hell yeah, man. If the Black Jacobins dude is cool with it, that sounds like the party for me. So I <clears throat> thought I was being really subversive when I put in Socialist Workers Party. And are you now registered? Well, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I'm getting to that. So I go to vote today thinking I'm still a Democrat. <laughs> oh, my God. And uh, I go back there and to... East Whitesburg, where I vote at now, and they go, Tom Sexton, you know, party. I was like, oh, Democrat. And they go through there, and they're like, You're not in here. And I was like, huh. They're like, Would you have voted? Would you have registered Republican? I said, No. And so they looked at, Oh, let's check in. It might have been a mistake. And I wasn't in there. They said, Let's go over here to West Whitesburg. So they walked, they're holding up the lines. Oh, <laughs> so they walked me over to West Whitesburg. God. And they flipped through the book. This is amazing. This happened they to me once. They flipped through the book. You know, what's your name? Tom Sexton. Democrat? Yeah. No, not in West Whitesburg. You sure you're not a Republican? <laughs> Positive. <laughs> <laughs> they go, well, let's look anyway. 
you're not in here either. What's going on? This is the well, bullshit of a closed primary. It's so stupid. Uh, it's so good. Well, it is the bullshit so of closed stupid. primary. So anyway, the lady that's sort of like the voting proctor person that's like supposed to handle all the shit. So yeah. I'm just like, well, just let me fill out a provisional ballot or something. I'm sure it's just some kind of mistake or whatever. Oh She's like, no, 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 we'll get you lined out here. She puts the phone on speakerphone. <gasps> and, <laughs> and calls the court, the county clerk's house. Mind you, oh. like... People oh I know that are, that are running for judge, I've known my whole life for like standing in line and all this kind of this stuff. This man has been on the city council. He's oh, been elected on the city council. City council. <laughs> they get on the speakerphone. <laughs> they call the courthouse. They say, well, it says here you're registered with the Socialist Workers Party. <laughs> on the in front of David Darmore's right behind me. The pastor of the First Baptist Church. Jesus Christ. Oh. And the lady, the lady, the lady goes, the lady that's taking, you know how you got sign your name? She goes, oh, that's in the back of the book. Oh. <laughs> she flips it. She flips it. She goes, oh, there you are. Oh, my God. She goes, I hope you know. She goes, no. She goes, I hope you know you can't vote in the part. And you can't vote nothing that ain't nonpartisan. Oh, my It'd be funny if David Naramore was like, he's a Trotskyist. <laughs> My, I, I knew my it. God, he's a trot. <laughs> yeah, I think Socialist Worker Party is trot, Trotsky. <laughs> oh my God! This so anyway, is so good. I got outed as an SWP in front of everybody in Wattsburg, and I probably have zero chance for running for council. Oh. I pray that this turns up and speak your piece. Oh, that's pray. great. Oh, that was for that woman said that. You know the one I'm talking about, the kind of like little old dumpy lady. She goes, "No, oh, that's in the back of the book." <laughs> Oh my fucking god, dude. The name of this episode is Back of the Book. Back of the Book. <laughs> Shit. Oh my god, were you what did you do? So I got in there and voted for the for the appeals judge and left. That's the only that's the only race I can vote in. You didn't even have the uh wherewithal to ask for your I voted sticker, did you? I was too she goes as I left, she says, You want a sticker? I said, No. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. I got I was registered independent for so long I, and I'd forgotten I tried to go vote for Bernie and I was registered independent and they wouldn't let me vote and I was oh like, God damn yeah it. uh but anyway but I went in this morning he said he looked up at me he said Democrat and I said oh do I just put it off <laughs> <laughs> he just started laughing he said yeah and I said well actually I'd prefer to be registered independent but these closed primaries you know and he was like yeah damn <laughs> it is pretty it is very annoying <clears throat> Um. Yeah. No. Back to what you're saying about like the uh, empty. Like, because one of the things about the bathroom bill is that yeah, it would have no application because there's no way, nowhere that it would even be enforceable because none of the bathrooms in the public buildings here have stalls. Um. So it's just an empty gesture. But another thing, you know, um, this guy running for I can't remember, maybe county clerk or something, Larry Adams. He's running for. Uh, I don't know, but anyways, I always hear his ad on the radio, and he's always like, Larry Adams is pro-choice, pro-gun, and pro-coal. And he's running for fucking PVA or some <laughs> shit. Like, that's so funny. That's so PVA. funny. It's like fucking PVA or some and shit. Also, and also, what's interesting about that is like they do that in nonpartisan races, yeah. like where that has no bearing. Yep. I mean, it has no bearing in local <laughs> politics anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you all know that like uh, political camp... like. 
political ads are a, a genre of comedy all their own. Have we talked oh, about yeah. this? Yes. <laughs> Last we discussed Don Blankenship's from a few weeks ago. I, I mean, I, I can't even... They'll be deciphering that for years. <laughs> but uh, that, that specific ad... <laughs> But when I'm in Tennessee, when I was in Tennessee at my mom's for a wedding last weekend, it was just I saw the same ad for somebody running for governor. He has never been in elected office before in Tennessee, but he's running for Tennessee governor, and he must have just sprung so much fucking money because it was like every ten minutes they were playing this fucking ad, <coughs> and the entire two minute ad. I mean, it goes on forever. It's long as fuck commercial. <laughs> It's just him talking about how much he supports the police and all these cops oh, circling God. around him, all these cops like our union supports the law. He never mentions anything else but the cops for two solid minutes of this ad man. <laughs> and I looked at my mom and I said, does he think that the only thing anyone cares about in the whole state of Tennessee, I mean, this is for fucking governor, is cops? <laughs> Yeah. Because people in Tennessee have a lot of issues like education, health care. Like, he doesn't think anyone cares about anything but the cops. I miss the halcyon days before 9 11 when everybody universally hated the cops. It's so bizarre to me. Like, today at work, my coworkers were talking about that race in Lexington between, uh, it's for Andy Barr's seats, for, between Jim Gray and this woman. The who, pilot. Yeah. Who yeah. Was, but, and so, like, but it's McGrath, so, I think, was her name. Yeah, okay. I, it, Yes, I think that's right. But it's so funny to me how people are like, well, Jim Gray, uh, you know, he's just a sort of progressive Democrat, blah, 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 blah. But uh, McGrath, she was in the military. And I'm just like, what the fuck does that tell me? Like, what are her policies? I always ask, like, what are her policies? People are like, well, I don't really know. She flew an airplane. <laughs> She's a fucking pilot. Yeah. Get in line. Yeah. yeah, not only that, flew an airplane in combat. <laughs> And now she's getting ready to fly an airplane through that glass ceiling, I don't baby. care what anyone says. Our country has a military caste system. We've talked about this is one of the constant themes of our show. But it's already baked into everything. We, I mean, like, we don't call it as that, but we already already admit it. Like, they have more rights than we do. They have more fucking clout than we do, influence. It's That's what it is. We're supposed to be deferential to them. And I mean, the cops, same thing with the, the cops. The same shit. Yeah. The only thing that uh, qualifies her for is to lead a PTSD <laughs> support group. Or if something crazy happened and they needed to fly a plane, she could fly that plane. She doesn't know anything about her district. She's only lived there for less than a year. <gasps> she doesn't. She is knows, that even legal? I thought you had to be. Re- I thought she, you had to be registered in your district at least a year. Apparently, she moved there last summer. So maybe by the time she would theoretically be elected, she would have lived there. She would year. have lived there a year. She knows nothing about the district, but everybody's like, well, she flew a fucking airplane. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, she threw a fucking airplane. I also think this is commentary (laughs) about the state of politics for women. Women feel like they can't get elected unless they've done something only men men were allowed to do until 10 years ago. Literally broke the glass ceiling. Yeah, rode that plane right through the glass ceiling, baby. I wish she would have said, and I was on my period. Yeah. <laughs> like at the end of that. Yeah. Bleeding yeah. the whole time. Flying into Kabul. <laughs> <laughs> Those terrorists in my <laughs> crosshairs. Oh, my God. I pulled my tampon out, and I threw it out the fucking window. <laughs> right dropped on the, it like a bomb. Dropped it like a fucking bomb. <laughs> Everyone's like, yes, Quinn. Slay, yes. Quinn. 
If it was a diva cup, if she dumped her cup over, I'd vote for her. Yeah. She earned my vote. Just threw that fucking diva cup right in Hamed Karzai's face. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. We are so stupid. <laughs> Why anyone listens to this? God. Oh, shit. That's good, though. Um, That's good. Um, So, that's all bad. Another thing that's really bad that I wanted to talk about it ain't wet. Yeah. Shenanigans. No, wait. It's very <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my fucking God. Uh, no, another thing I wanted to talk about was something that you sent out, which I feel like hasn't gotten enough sort of... I feel conflicted about J.D. Vance because it's like, I fucking want him... I, I want to mute that word on my Twitter feed because yeah. I want nothing more to do with them. Same. But... Um, can you do that? You can mute words? Oh, yeah. What? Oh, yes. I'm going to need a little how-to yeah, after little tutorial this. afterwards. We're going to hit the breathing machine. I'll show you how to mute some words. <laughs> this is 30. <laughs> Muting Twitter and hitting... What I love about the breathing machines is that my mamma had these when she lived with us at the end of her life, and she called it her blowjob. <laughs> Bring me my blowjob. Did, Bring me my blowjob, Did Tanya. she know what that other, what, what the blowjob was blow called? She didn't seem to. I, we would always <laughs> laugh. It always got a laugh. And I, but she didn't she get why? It. I never knew if it... I mean, she had pretty deadpan humor anyway. She didn't laugh very much as a woman, but uh, I think... We never discussed it. I'm going to assume she Is she knew. passed? Is she passed now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when she was making the transition, did she just whisper her last words to you like... <laughs> I knew what y'all was laughing about the whole time. <laughs> they ain't the only blowjobs I give. <laughs> no, I wasn't, the, I wasn't there in her last days. I don't know what she said. Probably uh, hit the morphine, I would right. say. Yeah. Well, I'm saying that as a 30 year old. Yeah, yeah. this is 30. Um, more blowjobs, more morphine. Fire right. tubby. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so, yeah, apparently, Jade, and this is this is like... Apparently, J.D. Vance is going on a tour, a bus tour. Not just a tour, but a bus tour. Like, he's the Rolling Stones or some shit. And, of course, it's one of those party buses. They posted a picture, and it's one of those, like, it's a party bus like I rode in in Vegas. I sent y'all pictures (laughs) of the party bus in Vegas, didn't I? Yeah, 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 yeah. And they was playing Bad and Bougie in it, and it was, like, 4 a.m. when we got in, and we were all exhausted, but it was the only (laughs) cab out there that would fit us all, so we all got in it just, like, dead. And they they had Bad and Bougie cranked, and, you know, you can't see it when Bad and Bougie's on. And it was 4 a.m., and I was drunk, and I was so tired, but I danced in that party bus. That's what they're in. That's what they're driving yeah, Kentucky maybe right now. we need to reevaluate JD Vance. Maybe he, maybe my man just likes to get fucked up. I guarantee God they're not playing bad and bougie <laughs> in that party bus. They're playing Toby Keith. <laughs> no, they're playing uh, Cademan's Cold. They're probably. playing goddamn Bob Seger on the road again. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They're, they're going around a bus. John Denver tour. <laughs> goddamn John Denver. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the Rise of the Rest tour. Fuck it. Did you read about me. why it's called Rise of the West? Rise of the Rest, not Rise of the West. It's because, well, you correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought I either read or heard on that little spot, because I sent it to y'all because I heard it on a little radio spot on WMMT. (laughs) I'm on another morning dispatch. It's the only place I get my Uh, info. They're they're promoting J.D. Vance on WMMT now? Yeah. Well, no, it was like a, no, it was a uh, uh, Kentucky Connection, you know. It wasn't a WMMT reporter. Um, Oh, it was one of those news connect. It was saying it kind of like. I know what you mean. Just like oh, saying it's yeah, going on. Of fact, yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, it, it's because they are touring places that don't have access to venture capitalism, 
so any the oh, rest we've had access is <laughs> we've dabbled the rest is is anyone who lives outside of silicon valley boston and maybe one more place I think new york yeah because that's where like 90 percent of venture capitalists right fun, like money is invested so jenny vance is just like uh, rise of the rest. These the rest of these broke dick motherfuckers. That sounds tired as fuck. Anybody out of the fold? Sounds very half-assed. Well, but I hope they come through. It would it would be an amazing sitcom. It would be a really fucking funny sitcom in like a a really dark way. Because like some of the investors in this are uh, Jeff Bezos and um, Jeff. I'm out. The and, for, guy. And, and for that reason, I'm out. <laughs> That's not the wait. What's the Amazon guy? Uh, something Schmidt, Eric Schmidt, I think. <clears throat> oh yeah, so Jeff Bezos is the Google. Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos, Amazon. Eric Schmidt. That's what I thought. Jeff Bezos yeah. is Amazon. Yeah, yeah, Schmidt is goo. Google. He's a goo. Right. Okay. He's a googie. <laughs> a goon. Googie boy. Yeah. He's a. Uh, <sighs> those are his investors, though. I mean, are they just like? I mean, okay, if it looked like a Lil Wayne show and they were just rolling up and throwing money into the crowd, like, I could get behind that. <laughs> but they're actually just asking people Drake, to... It's, it's basically J.D. Vance is doing the Drake thing, the God's plan thing. Basically, J.D. Vance is doing what He's I said. trying to find the most derelict person and <laughs> pay for their college. Yeah. Oh, my God. Just fentanyl houses in the holler, just, like, fucking... You here's a check. You can go to any college you want as long as it's a sensible tuition and room and board's not that high. No, um, but apparently what it is is they they go around and and people pitch them ideas and if they like your idea they give you like a hundred thousand dollars. So it's basically like what would you do they for a Klondike bar a for rich socks. guys? <laughs> yeah. Are y'all old enough to remember those commercials where like what would you do? It's like would you kiss a banana and then like you kiss a banana and they give you a oh. Klondike bar. Uh, Kind of, but it's like it's more of like a. I sort of saw it in my mind more as like a game show, like Shark Tank. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's sort of like Shark Tank. That's what I'm saying. They, I wanted to do that for our live shows. <laughs> but you all remember <laughs> no me money talking involved. about that going to Just Silicon relax. Valley, me going to Silicon Valley for work, and literally having to defend why I even exist, like my existence in the world. Uh-huh. That's is what they're they're rolling up. <laughs> And they're asking people to defend their literal existence in the world, yeah, and if and yeah. if their defense is good enough, they'll give they'll <laughs> throw them some cash. Well, it's it's back to what I was saying. Or yeah, no, seriously, it's just, at least here, anyways, I don't know what it's like to live in the city, but at least here, since um, this sort of large scale extractive capitalism has gone, we really have reverted to a more feudal state. We've got the cops, you know, as a sort of higher military caste, and then you've got lords that come around like J.D. Vance and be like. If I like your idea, I'll give you a hundred thousand dollars, you know. But if I don't, a cap but if I don't, <laughs> my friend Molly McGrath's <laughs> gonna drop you off in Kabul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my God! It really is stranger than fiction. It's pretty honestly. crazy. Honestly, it's pretty wild. I almost <laughs> wish they would just like kick kick this whole thing in gear. And if they don't like your pitch, you're sent to the gulag. And then that would may- maybe people would be like, wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? They're at least going to have a trap door. Let's put you out of your misery. And just yeah. drop you kind of into a hole. Yeah. Well, I was thinking the other day a funny way to 
innovate the coal industry, you know, to <laughs> to, to disrupt the coal industry. Can add a wait, little color wait, to wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. This I have been. We I feel like what this podcast really needs in season three is a it's a coin flip. We're gonna make it for this one. <laughs> okay, for the end of season two, is a segment, a reoccurring segment. Maybe this is it. How to to innovate the coal industry? Yeah, innovate in the coal industry. <laughs> well, this will be a reoccurring segment. All right, so I've got the first. Episode. I've yeah, got the first, the first one. idea. Let's, see, let's hear it. My first idea is bit coal. It's like Bitcoin, but it's bit coal. It's a crypto coal instead of or a crypto currency. Cur- but the cryptocurrency is actually coal that you actually do mine. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know what you do with it. I haven't figured that part out yet. Because they do say you mine <laughs> cryptocurrencies. Maybe, maybe the way to do it is you mine crypto. Maybe you mine Bitcoin, and that's what they burn for the Bitcoin. Um, I, I would ask what it means mining. to mine a cryptocurrency, but practice has told me that's not a can of worms you want to open. <laughs> the yeah. second you ask, they will tell you, and they will talk yeah. about it for three goddamn hours. I know. It's like... How well, do you know who's the vegan at the party? They'll tell you. <laughs> and the republic formerly known as Swaziland is already powering all their houses off of it. <laughs> this came up today in our communications meeting at work. Someone want, like, they have a whole plan for us to submit our content to some Steam site. Oh, that you can make money off of that. that. Oh, uh, well, that's what they said. They were very excited. He's like, I bought a car. <laughs> doing this. Yeah. And now it's going to be like Apple Shop's new way to raise money, I guess. That's I why I've always. Are going to steam trillbillions? Let's steam Yeah, that's why I've yeah, always thought that the, the future economy here until, like, until some sort of large-scale communist pro- um, infrastructural project can sort of take off or, like, abolishing markets or whatever is just going to be DIY stuff. <laughs> People making, you know, or uh, or what do they call it? 3D printing? That'll be big here, I feel like. You know, you have the point of production at your home. You print it off. You make the money off of it or whatever. It's very I mean, bleak. I still can't get over the original, probably like Reddit, subreddit fucking response to the 3D printing drop, which is just print 3D printers. <laughs> <laughs> why would why would you print anything besides heavy meta man and right. just sell 3d printers right 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 that's sort of the yeah it's very meta it's sort of the idea behind bitcoin it's this very <laughs> ephemeral thing that doesn't all right well, we're gonna have to massage this segment yeah. a little more before we uh yeah, commit sorry. to it it's fine <laughs> we'll keep an eye out for more <laughs> recurring segments we'll use um anyways so that's the rise of the rest door I got nothing more to say about that. I do. I would like a tour inside their party bus. I want to judge. <clears throat> I want to judge their party bus. <laughs> well, I got some ideas about what it might look like. What? There's probably going to be several packets of oh negative blood that's <laughs> oh my god been plucked from virgins <laughs> born oh on the god. island of Borneo. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Bezos and Till and the boys just got an IV hooked up to them. Till right. and the boys. Is Till on the trek with them? That wouldn't surprise me. I don't know. One thing I do want to say about this, though, and it's something that Terrence and I talked about. I don't know if it was the last episode, but maybe the one before that is. Like, you know, we say all these things about J.D. Vance, and we hate J.D. Vance, and blah, 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 blah. 
But so much of his vision for the future of this place differs in no meaningful way from the sort of nonprofit out the worlds we traffic in. Yeah. Doesn't differ in any meaningful way yeah. except that like, you know, except the players are actually from here and yeah. not. But if your vision of the future of Appalachia is let's, you know, uh incubate startups and you know, then eventually once we've done enough of those and all the it's tides like raise all boats. Right. Enabling the bootstrap narrative. Yeah. Right. Like, let just let's just give a little boost to the bootstrap narrative so people can pull themselves up. Right. But yeah, that I'm glad you brought that up because um the sort of short little pitch on their Twitter says celebrating and investing in emerging startup ecosystems. It is very similar to what a lot of sort of like nonprofits around here, even ones that sort of maintain a progressive veneer. <clears throat> So I don't know. It's very interesting. Yeah, and it's just like if that's your if that's your theory and vision of change, why not just defer to JD? He's <laughs> he's got better resources. He does have. He's got more money. money. <laughs> that's I mean, true. That you is know, true. It's yeah. just like, yeah, yeah, we can like say, oh yeah, he's a phony, but like your vision of change is, differs in no meaningful way from right. his. We, he should have been at the end of that uh, episode, <laughs> that America Divided episode. Yeah, the Great Unifier. <laughs> Yeah, hell yeah. Are we going to rehabilitate J.D. Vance? <laughs> I was curious, that'd be a curveball from hell. <laughs> yeah, before but. you know it, he'll be the keynote speaker at the Kentucky East Kentucky Leadership Conference. <laughs> yeah, right. Hell or right. at SOAR. Or Trillbilly they, Days I mean, when he, we finally do that. Did you all, I almost forwarded you all an email today. I got a SOAR uh, bulletin today. Oh, I did email. too. Did I, you get it? I didn't look at it, but I saw it. I, I feel like all they do is rebrand things <laughs> that's literally all they do is yeah. create logos and catchphrases <laughs> what else do they do are they behind that that one billboard i keep seeing around yes there, there is, is a future. future that's it that's that's what the whole uh email was about they sent out today there's they're they're basically set up this website i'm explaining this to our listeners more so than you too but they basically set up this website there is a future.com and it, what it, it looks like <laughs> it looks like they're selling merch on this website to raise money for Appalachia for Appalachia <laughs> and the grit the grit economy yeah like one of those shirts that they're selling on that site literally says like grit and faith yeah yes I saw that yeah somebody pointed one of our Twitter uh, <laughs> yeah. friends pointed that out and, and it was like I want to kill the person that came up with that, and what I tend to concur. What they've inadvertently done is create a great messaging campaign f to convince people that um, to move to Mars, like the, the <laughs> Mars campaign. You know what I mean? Like this is this what this actually is is a like a dystopian campaign to convince people that moving to Mars is a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> right? Am yeah. I crazy? Like that's what they've created. Yeah, yeah. you're but right. But they're actually. Because that then it makes sense. Right. Then all of these words and faith and grit make sense. It's like we can do it. We can take on Mars. Let's yeah. do it. Come on, there's a future. We there ain't a future on Earth, but we can fucking do it on Mars. Yet it's Eastern Kentucky. They there's, they're trying to convince us of that. Yeah. That we could live like. There's, there's a there's a future. All right. Doesn't include you, dumb motherfuckers. But there's a future. And it's on Mars. Oh fuck. Well. 
You know, it's interesting that you say that because I think maybe like a sort of response to that though, Tom, like I could see somebody being like, oh, well, like J.D. Vance isn't technically the same because you could say, I don't know, because a lot of people say that he's like a white supremacist and so that aspect of what he does. <laughs> including is, us at one point. Including us at one point. Do you think he still is? Or do you still think I don't know that well. Hold on, so let me let me back is. let me back that up. I yeah, I shouldn't have said at one point we did. Like we I made it sound like we've completely gone soft on Vance. Right. <laughs> uh, but but I think but I all I wanted to add was add to that was that like even though um you know, I don't know. I think that if I remember correctly, I've smoked a lot of weed since our very first episode. But if I remember correctly, I think the argument was something that like he sort of transfers the Charles Murray yeah. Transfers the Charles Murray argument about black America to hillbilly acolytes. Yeah. He's culpable and, for sure. It's and, like May said, but with eugenics. <laughs> <laughs> so May said. <laughs> but I think. That's right. It is. It's like May said, but with eugenics. That's yeah. right. Right. <laughs> It's a good Maybe point. Maybe we'll bleep that out, too. No, no, no. I don't know, how we, how, I don't know what's going to happen here. You haven't been listening to our recent episodes. Me and Tom have been fucking... Oh, really? I haven't. Have y'all... Have shots been fired? I don't know. Well, have it's y'all like... Have incriminated me in a significant way? No, 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 no. No, it's, it's just a point. Like, like, I think Elizabeth Cat pointed out on, on Twitter that, like, one of the hardest things about being a leftist in Appalachia is not... Like people red baiting you or anything like that. It's like well-meaning people that are perfectly like I don't mean that in a condescending way. Like that are totally smart and totally capable, but that you know have cast their lot with the sort of like grants and incubation business, incubation entrepreneurship thing. And we just tend to think that that's you know more or less a dead end. In the grand scheme of things, yeah. you know. Yeah. I tell you who we've got a lot of jokes out of, but uh, base I don't know anyone who's brought more money to Eastern Kentucky is Eric C. Khan. Yeah. Really, we need more corrupt Social Security lawyers in the region if we if we want to keep the flow. <laughs> well, we, we have plenty. They just need to get their weight up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Ledger County alone was getting like I mean millions of dollars a month in Social Security. Uh, well, it's telling that when he was indicted, they said that an estimated how many billions of dollars left the Eastern Kentucky economy. Um, like you could argue that he was doing more for the Eastern Kentucky economy than coal. That that's time. what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Well, but I but just to take it back though to this argument about J.D. Vance for a minute, that like sorry, <laughs> have no. we detracted here? I don't no, know. <laughs> no, no, no. I just I just want to explore this idea because I'm just trying to figure it out myself. Because like I guess there. I'm looking. I'm just trying to examine the distance between Mason and JD Vance. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah, you're like you're right. I guess he could be considered JD. He could be considered Mason with eugenics, but I think his whole argument is that people here are the way they are because of their own choices. It has nothing, you know, and because of maybe some cultural reasons, but it has nothing to do with systemic yeah. reasons, and. Even though, you know, you can maybe work for an organization that in which you personally as an individual disagree with that, disagree that people aren't, you know, you you don't think that people should be blamed for their own circumstances and that um, people are, you know, you know what I'm saying. 
that doesn't mean that like the work that your organization does doesn't all isn't also undergirded by the same basic neoliberal thought, which is that people individuals are to blame for their own poverty, and that systemic reasons can't be you know can't be addressed or actually. Yeah, it seems like here's the difference. One is saying. Uh, people deserve a chance to work hard and make something of it versus people here it's like people in eastern kentucky um they they have to be self-determining with a job or they lose all sight and they get addicted they get they're and they're just addicted and they're just savage and whatever you call it uh depressed what what are the words he used Oh, and, oh, uh, shit. Again, this is an example in which I've yeah. smoked a lot of weed since But then. the other one is that genuinely believe people here are brilliant and resilient and, like, beautiful and whole. And if just given a chance, they could do all these wonderful things. And, like, uh-huh. we're giving them the chance. What one is, like, it's, it's, yeah, it's just, like, the same thing. But it's, like, one is more we believe in you. And one is, like, you have to have, you have to figure out a job to be a whole person. Yeah. Both are problematic. Yeah. yeah. So why does anybody have to be exceptional? Like, why why do you have to have grit and faith to make it? <laughs> like, why faith why not? Is it's, my that's the Pascal's. That's the new. That's the Pascal's wager for 2018. <laughs> yeah. You can't just have faith. You also got to have grit. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know how much money they paid a marketing firm to come up with the words faith and grit. Like, how many people were polled about how do you feel about all these words? Like these hundred <laughs> words. Like they yeah. like they like um said words aloud to 250 focus group people and uh, and measured so. their brain activity or something while they heard faith and grit and whatever other fucking yeah. word you know what i'm saying and three three and four was pussy fart and scrotum <laughs> what if it had been grit and pussy grit and pussy. <laughs> <laughs> just going for broke there gr- is a future just growing for future and gritty pussy <laughs> So yeah, I'll tell you this. this is what I was gonna say. Porn, you know, um, like a lot of like some of these other ch- uh, podcasts, like Chapo, are talking about like getting into streaming. We're getting into porn. That's that's yeah. going to be. I'm uh, kicking off my cam empire. We got a cam empire. Trillbillies, y'all can watch us <laughs> produce this um, podcast in bathing suits if you want to. Good. <laughs> I can't imagine. We, we want to make money. <laughs> Just a podcast, yeah. Just Cam. I'm just jerking off while talking <laughs> about JD Vance. Such just got I just want to ease into the market where I can get paid to do things I'm already doing, like do my dishes naked. Yeah, like it's just yeah. hot in the summer, and I can't afford to crank my air condition up because yeah. it's my unit is 12 years old. Well, Sesta Foster's kind of laid the kibosh to that, right? To the Cam Empire. What's that done? What's that done for the for to the Cam for uh, sex workers and the like the Cam and like internet world? You're probably right. It's probably not, not been no good. Idea. It's probably been bad. I don't know what you're talking about. Like the, you uh, know, like the uh, anti well, supposedly in theory anti trafficking law where they've closed down like right, but it's Craigslist and what's the back, uh, back, back pages uh, and like some of these sites where like sex workers made their right postings. Have they shut down uh, paid Snapchats? Say it ain't so. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you can get Snapch- paid for that. Snap. You can pay. You got. You can exchange money through Snapchat, and there are there are like just like cam Snapchats who, where you have to pay to follow. <laughs> who wants to see oh, the Trillbillies assholes? We'll we'll take your money. <laughs> we'll take your money if you want to see it. <laughs> if you're willing to pay for it, I will show it. it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying, put your money where your mouth is. <laughs> 
Oh my god! I, me and Tom were joking around the other night. Um, we were talking about. Oh, Tom sent me an article the other day about octopuses and about how like people are like, oh, they might be an alien species. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, they're they're intelligent in a way that is confounding, utterly confounding to us. Well, is it is is octopus uh, just a whole squid? Is it like it's, Cep- this is yeah, like cephalopods. Yeah, exp- expanded expanded into the whole squid family. I don't think it's squid. I think we're talking cousins. Strictly, I think probably. Yeah, I think we're okay. talking strictly octopus. Have we decided what cousins are? <laughs> is that? <laughs> <laughs> has the hammer I, dropped on cousins? I don't. I don't know if the hammer has dropped on. I <laughs> um, put. Uh, so I tweeted something about how cousins are big in the south because most of us just lie about who our cousins are to improve our station. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody responded, and I fucking lost it. They were like, "I got no man is after third. It don't count." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> They're not wrong. Um. Me and Tom were laughing about how octopuses, the way they reproduce is the male octopus passes a little sperm pack to the female octopus. That's it. That's their sexual. Transaction. Hand, yeah. hand it off. Yeah. It's just like, you know, if you're at a bar, you like you would slide your number across the table, but you slide your sperm pack. Just like, yeah, if you want it, it's there. <laughs> it's there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Looking for some kids? Just throwing it out there. I can give you that. Wow. Right. That's pretty, like, imagine, that's pretty... We were, we were, what we were joking about was like, if you're an octopus, you've got a sperm pack and an ink sack. So it's just like, oh my pick, God. which one you want? You want well, the sperm maybe, sack? Well, maybe, maybe yeah. you two could start hawking your sperm packs on Patreon <laughs> for our money. Yeah, splooging in Ziploc bags. Let me tell you something. Mail- Let me tell you something. Who the fuck would want my fucking <laughs> genetics to be transferred to another generation? Lay it, lay it out for us what we're getting with your sperm pack, Tom. <laughs> Sell us, sell us your sperm Sell us some sperm Alcoholism. <laughs> uh, modest intelligence at best. You can grow a hell of a mustache, though. I have a mustache. Uh, a big old dick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's, that's, that's a lie. Uh, good fashion sense. Yeah. You got good fashion. <laughs> Jury's out on most of this, <laughs> to be honest. Need, From some, the need some citations on all yeah. this stuff. I'm going to need proof. Holy shit. Oh, wow. Sell us your your sperm pack. God. There's yeah. a hashtag. Sell us your sperm. <laughs> Have y'all ever sold any like plasma or blood? or? Oh, yeah. I went through a very rough patch where I was selling a lot of plasma. Damn. I was also getting like pierced and tattooed at the time, and had to lie about it. And so then my like tattoo wasn't healing correctly because I had given away all my plasma, and that's how your body heals. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> it's like it's kind of a vicious cycle. I had no idea. I, I didn't definitely sell plasma. It's horrible. You're hooked to a machine for like an hour because what they don't tell you is that they take your blood out. All of it. All like they take all this blood out of you. It's just like donating blood. You're shriveled little raisins. It's like donating blood. It's like a blood transfusion. And but. then they take the plasma from the blood and put the blood back in you. Oh. Without so it's the like plasma. it's like dialysis, but like they take the plasma yeah. out instead of like clean your blood. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Yeah. I was on dialysis Fucking once. Fucking rough. <clears throat> I had your kidneys failed once. Didn't I had your kidneys failed one time. Poor guy. <laughs> no sympathy. <laughs> he just looked at me like this. It's rough. Doesn't. <laughs> it's going to save us a lot of heartache. If, 
the natural course of things would happen. Right. We just want to let natural selection do well, its Well, every thing. time I hear the word dialysis machine, all I can think about is how our hospital went through like five dialysis machines that were poisoned by our local oil tycoon because diesel oh, fuel yeah. was dumped into the water supply. Yeah, they didn't the know. Dialysis, they didn't know because the can- they didn't know. And so diesel fuel could have went through the dialysis machine. They had to trash it. And after the fifth one, they were like, we can't buy another <laughs> dialysis machine. And they shut down the fucking dialysis center in our fucking hospital. Yeah, that's this is why we need to push Don Chillers in front of a fucking mask. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to do it. I don't want to go to jail. You all shouldn't. But he's he's he is definitely happened, eating a cracker. Would... He looks terrible, and I hear well, he can't. He's 87. <laughs> like, why isn't he? Why hasn't he kicked the bucket yet? It's my question. It's because he's so fucking evil. He's probably had a head transplant or something. He's got so much money. <laughs> Our local little tycoon's walking around with the fucking monkey brain. <laughs> That would explain a lot, honestly. It's like Mr. Burns. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, you got any plans for Memorial Day weekend? Um, I'm teaching sex ed in West Virginia. Oh. Hey, I was going to go on a canoeing trip, and it got fucking canceled because of the rain. Yeah. High, high water levels. High water levels. We have the hiccups. How we do? What do we do? <laughs> <laughs> You looked at me so panicked. You, uh, you like put peanut butter on the roof of your mouth. Is that what you do for hiccups? No, you drink water know. upside down like this. Oh, God. Or what I used to do was I'd hold my breath and swallow three times. Hold your breath and swallow three times. One. I won't count it out. You do your thing over there. Tina and Tom will talk about... Because uh, when someone's paying attention to you, it, your hiccups never go away. No, my nose is running. You look, highlights look good, Tanya. Yeah, good highlights. They are flaky. I didn't catch them in the right light um, till just now. I believe the correct term is balage. Balon. That's the color? No, it's like a way you do it. I don't know. You know, sort of like ombre? Yeah, it's like the new ombre. (laughs) It's what they tell me. I might not be saying it right. Balage. (laughs) I don't know. Edit that out. Bad (laughs) ombres. But you know, I have a fucking stylist. Sarah is my stylist. She works at our local consignment store, and anything that comes in in my size and style, she puts it back for me every couple weeks. I go try on everything on. Yeah, it's a sweet-ass deal. And it's a great deal. And now, finally, I found a hairstylist I like that I can just trust to do whatever. And Johnny I Cummings. Ha- no, you can't trust Johnny as far as you can throw him. Are you high? No, no, I Brittany. I could probably throw him pretty far. So I'm going That's to Hazard small. now to get my hair done. Um, with Brit and she did she trimmed me a couple times and then she was she came to the bar the other night for open mic and she was looking at me and she was like I got an idea for what we need to do something to your hair I've got some ideas when's the last time you colored your hair and I hadn't colored my hair well but besides the one time I dyed my tips royal blue during March Madness Kentucky <laughs> blue during March Madness y'all remember that yeah. uh, I do that would be like ombre yeah, that was an ombre. It was just the tips. Blue, blue ombre. Just the tip, just to see how it felt. Not a bad ombre. And then... You know, some blue ombres. <laughs> some here. blue ombres. But before that, when I moved to Whitesburg, my hair was red. Do y'all remember that? Mm. No, no, no. I do remember here. that. That's when you interviewed me for KFTC. You uh, maybe. had red I had, give me the job. I had red hair and an asymmetrical, <laughs> I like an asymmetrical cut, like almost shaved on one side and red. You were punk? Pretty, that was big back then. Pretty punk. Like, um... Yeah, the whole asymmetrical. Yeah, shaved and it was red. Like, but then I like dyed it to my regu- regular color, and I haven't dyed my hair since. Damn, I do remember those days. Balage. 
Balage. I don't. I, I. I don't think we're saying it right for some reason. It don't sound right. Balage. Hey, see your hip hip hiccups. Your hiccups went away. Yeah, they did. Fixed it. That was yep. a good trick. Another good trick. satisfied customer. Hold your nose. <laughs> swallow three times. That was harder than it sounded. Yeah, though. it is. It is. Was hard. difficult. It is hard. Especially under these wheezy conditions. There's this guy today at the Black Lung meeting, the Black Lung Association meeting. Um, one of my favorite things is old guys talking about politicians. Like it's just widely understood that they're corrupt, and he kept referring to them as politicianers. Like these politicianers, <laughs> Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny. Lord. Um. Well, damn. Speaking of old dudes talking about politicians, uh, in an Apple Shop meeting last week with these like national people that had come down here to meet with us. Some motherfucker from a fire station was like, "Well, it, it's commonly known that none of these poli- none of our elected officials like the apple shop." <laughs> <laughs> I just went zing <laughs> from the corner, just like, "Thank you very much for that tidbit." Commonly yeah. known fact. Facts live here. Oh, geez. sons of bitches! What do you got going on, this reporter here? Um. You know, I'm just taking around and introduce her some coal miners. Oh, my God. Since <laughs> so we got binders full want, of coal miners. Does she want to meet a laid-off coal miner? <laughs> yeah, she, well, no, no, no. She wants to meet people that are still working. I, I do have so, that at work sometimes. It's God. like, you, you really do have a binder. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, yeah. It's like, what news package are we going to give them today? Uh, yeah. Well, I'm Human just, interest story. <laughs> guy started farming after mining. <laughs> Flip there, flip, flip, flip. Guy still works at Revelation, but regrets his vote for Trump. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Fuck. Ooh. Damn. Dark days. It is dark. Wait, one more thing before we Tears. go. Then we can go. But I've got something very dark to tell you all about. Oh, good. Let's end on a high note, shall we? Yeah. Um, You know, it's kind of topical because of what's going on in Palestine right now in the Gaza Strip. But uh, my friend works at the University of Buffalo writing grants, um, and and part of that is, like, hiring contractors and stuff. Did you know that in the state of New York, if you decide to boycott Israel, you become immediately disqualified for for grants? I mean, what? not for grants, for, for contracts, for government contracts. What? Yeah, yeah, like BDS, you know, as is commonly known, like... <laughs> is it because of the like Hasidic community co- totally runs the New York New York City? No, I think it's mostly because like <laughs> <laughs> Is that a conspiracy? Cut <laughs> that <laughs> Do you I, know what I, 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 I think that's from the protocols of the elders of Zion. <laughs> I, mean, I, I see what you're saying. That's the Jay Z line. As they say Nobody the Jewish people own all the property in America. Credit. Oh fuck. <laughs> My bad. Well, I was just in New York and and I was beside myself. Clearly, Hasidic Jews run this place. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I'm yeah, cut this out. No know. fucking way. This is the funniest thing that's happened so far. I was. <laughs> Not this whole thing. We're talking right out of our ass wait, right now. Wait, wait, wait. I had a point. Let me divert us out of it. I'm not going to okay. cut it. We're going to divert out. What, the way I, the reason I was talking about this, because I think it's APAC. I think it's these uh, organizations like APAC, American Israeli, whatever the fuck PAC means. But um, <clears throat> they've like, you know, Chuck Schumer's behind this a lot. Like they've lobbied 
um, a lot of these sort of state legislatures, and I think they've even tried to get a national law passed that says protesting BDS, or I mean, sorry, using BDS as a way to protest Israel and the uh, fucked up atrocities they do in like the Gaza Strip and the West Bank is illegal. And so they'll prosecute you for it. They'll penalize you for it. And that's just like, that's just... It just that's just like 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 you said, like APAC, like getting politicians to like write that stuff, like Alec does with like the prison shit yeah, or whatever. The reason this was so dark to me and it stuck out to me is because like it just goes to show you that like it just goes to show you how intricately woven together our um, politics are with empire and with the state of Israel, which is call it whatever you want. It's a fucking colony of the United States, more or less. It's a one hundred percent aided and abetted by the United States. And it, and I don't know. It just it just like, I don't know. I just thought it was very strange. Never heard anything like that before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's basically like coal here. Yeah, it, it that's a very good analog. Analogy. Yeah, that's a very good analogy actually. Or, or guns. It's like the NRA. Yeah. It's like there's a front group that is that like let that lobbies for certain legislation for. Um, trying to go after anybody who even dares to fucking. Question the hegemony um, yeah, of whatever exactly, the exactly. body is. Exactly. Pretty dark, but pretty crazy. And that's our show, folks. <laughs> pretty dark, but pretty crazy. I don't feel good about any of this. <laughs> I mean, I basically just JD Vance the situation by saying, I was just a tourist there. I went to a wedding, and I happen to know now that that entire community. <laughs> You know? If you could have seen your eyes when, like, <laughs> when Terrence looked at you, <laughs> you go. <laughs> well, I was about to repeat more hearsay. And, uh, this. Hey, it's fine. We are. We're going to cut all this, and then, at the, like, when we're done, nope. when we're done, we're going to. Can't this just be a Patreon? I'm not. No, this is good stuff. <laughs> this is. This is this is clearly <laughs> Patreon material. Look, we're not perfect, right? We're learning with the rest of you. It's true. I'm gonna learn. I fuck up every day. We're That's learning. The truth. We're the, yeah, and we're not telling anybody like go out and do this, that, and the other. We're fucking. We are transparent. I just asked questions. I was just asking. You know, I'm very inquisitive, yeah. and I was in the city asking lots of questions. A lot of the answers I got were yeah. well in your uh, in this realm, and a lot of it was like gentrification right to be fair the way i structured the question the way i structured the whole thing in the first place really only left us a few brouts <laughs> you jumped I ahead just, of me i bit <laughs> what I happened took the bait i <laughs> yeah. took the fucking bait That's i what didn't happened. bait no you jumped ahead of me in line you went what <laughs> all right uh, all right, uh, this is a good episode. Thanks everybody for listening. Don't forget to check out our Patreon. This is my official last episode. <laughs> I quit. This is, my, this is my outro. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. People love you. They really don't like me and Tom. There's you're all we got. You're all we've got. Yeah, you're we're, you're all we've got. People literally. What did one person say? Tom, it was like. I don't know what happened. They're just like going on their brush list, self stream of conscious uh, tirades. Bring Tanya back, goddammit. Who or said that? Uh, somebody on her iTunes. Some user <laughs> named uh, <laughs> Pussy Fart Scrotum. It was me. Was it you? <laughs> <laughs> I've been trolling you all. <laughs> oh, my God. Damn. On iTunes. <laughs>
I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. And the next one's gonna be like, give Tanya all the Patreon money <laughs> and go hide in the hills for weeks. And I do fucking it. Fucking cut your dicks off, it. motherfuckers. I'm so like easily triggered by like that kind of growing up in the church that like I'm be like, oh yeah, you're right. Here's all my money. I'm gonna go kill myself now. Well, I sh- this uh, it would be a natural um, transition because I finally agreed and set a time to be on uh, Eric's podcast. Oh, nice. I'm on his podcast this week. Very nice. Yeah, we're recording <laughs> on Thursday. Appalachia Underground. Yeah, well, let's plug this. We're, we're going to plug it. Tanya's going to okay. be on Appalachian Underground. I guess Thursday usually is when it comes out. I always see his... Yeah. His like Tuesday drop, Thursday drop. I'm like, damn, Eric is hustling. My man never stops. Hustling. No, he never stops. And I guess, well, I'm no, I'm recording Thursday night. So then, if it's a, it's whatever's after that, the my, Tuesday drop. Then I guess. I my don't know. favorite part, my favorite thing about Eric is every morning at Apple Shop, he comes in and cooks all this fucking food. <laughs> and that's like the whole place smells like it. It's like, man, this is nice. Kind of nice. Lovely. We show <laughs> yeah. up, everything smells like sausage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go check out our boy Appalachian on Yeah, I'm gonna be on. Who who knows what will happen, what will transpire. I don't I don't know. You know, who knows? He he's putting me on with his friend Tommy who he insists we will fight. So that's the whole point. Like this is who's, a ring match. Who's Tommy? This is a ring match. Tommy like Tommy Anderson? Anderson? No, 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 it's a Tommy no one knows. Tom- it's like his friend Tommy who's probably... Oh, I love I'm going to tell you something. This is going to be dicey as hell. I love Eric. He's just like trying to set up crazy situations. He's like, damn, what's going to get some more listens? Got to hear both sides. <laughs> Let's have a fight. <laughs> Eric is... Yeah, he's trying to be like Bill Maher and like politically incorrect. Mm. He's trying to put some opposing viewpoints. Tommy yeah. is almost certainly libertarian. I'll go ahead and tell you that right now. <laughs> I'll, I'll prep you for this prize fight. <laughs> Yeah, let Tom train you up. <laughs> yeah, okay. Man, both uh, of us will train you up. Tommy is uh, <laughs> almost certainly a libertarian. <laughs> Definitely an avid listener of the Joe Rogan show. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, they yeah, love yeah. Joe Rogan. Eric loves Joe Rogan. They, yeah, he yeah. loves Joe Rogan. And um, I have never watched Joe Rogan, and every week he asks me, did you see that Joe Rogan? <laughs> And then he tells me what was on it, and I'm like, I've never seen this. Oh, I literally I still don't it. know. He does the same thing to me. <laughs> and uh, I can I can guarantee you that you all will be debating the merits of socialism versus bringing back the gold standard. <laughs> Wait, what's the gold standard? Well, what do you mean? It's the um, guarantee. Basically, the guarantee of U.S. currency was all the gold locked up in Fort Knox. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Is that really? Damn. Right? Is that right? I fuck. I don't, I don't know. know. Fortnox is pretty crazy. That oh, that's the libertarian thing. Like gold has to back up all cash. You can't just print cash without <laughs> fucking gold to stand by. Right? And right. like no well, borrowing here, money. Like, here's the only. Here's the response to that. If he if he brings this shit up, here's how you fight back. You know, to- so much of my early twenties was like reading up so I could like fucking uh, debate libertarian oh. bars. <laughs> The knowledge wasn't for any sort of higher point of enlightenment. It's just like, I'm it's getting so drunk a lot. Like, so it was also you could die on this hill. Uh, <laughs> no, you just say, like, what guarantees the value of gold? You know? It's just an yeah. arbitrary thing, so just like gold. anything else. Great. Okay, yeah, I'm going to use that. <laughs> Don't even bother tuning in now. You already know what's going to happen. <laughs> All right. This Saturday night. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. 
Oh, I mean, if I can make it, I mean, we're like early birds. We record at 5.30, then I go home and eat dinner and go to bed. Mm. This motherfucker wants me to record at 9 p.m. <laughs> yeah, he likes to do and that. And then those episodes last like three, three. hours. <laughs> what? No. Yes, you. I no promise way. you. I promise no you, way. if you stay the course, you will be there till 1 a.m. <laughs> no, there's no way. I literally can't. I've not I seen, seen an episode. I've not seen an episode of, of AU that was under two hours. Really? really? No. I guess that makes sense. I haven't listened to any. That's um, embarrassing. It's my friend. I should support his media, his like media, his art, <laughs> and I haven't listened to any of them. Um, he he called me out in a staff meeting because I hadn't refollowed him back on Twitter. <laughs> I swear to God, I love it. I fucking love it. I was like, well, where's your Twitter? Tell here, here, here's my Twitter. People follow me on Twitter all the time. I can't follow everybody back. Oh fuck. I don't know. I was like, here, here's my phone. Here's my Twitter. Do whatever you want. That is extremely good shit. All right, well, that's so we found Ta- Tanya's not team follow back. Yeah, Damn. stingy yeah, with them know, follows. I guess I DM me, I, I guess. I'm stingy. That's what me and Tanya, me and Tanya have that in common. That we're what? Stingy with our follows. <laughs> Stingy's not the word. Absent, I think. It's just like I don't know. I <laughs> oh. <laughs> see. I'm st- I'm stingy. I'm like, oh. nah, can't hit that button. I, well, literally, it's, I feel no the same effort. way on Instagram. If I follow too many people, then I don't see what I want to see. I see all kinds of weird shit. I just want my shit, my regular stuff. <laughs> Our, I just like follow my friends. Yeah, I understand that. I understand that. Well, it all gets snobs lost. over here. It gets lost in the wash. Tom, you follow. Y'all want to follow back? Holler at your boy, <laughs> the, the thoughtful coal miner. <laughs> DM me. I'll follow you. I don't fucking know. <laughs> DM me, I'll follow you. Hit up my hit up my Patreon. Hit hit me at PayPal. Hit my line. Hit my line. <laughs> hit my line. I'll follow you. Um, for a fiver. Yeah. All right. Uh, if you want sperm and Ziploc bags and a follow, hit oh up our Patreon God. or our us um, putting shit in our ass on camera for money. Can you use <laughs> Patreon for cam work? Do they have a moral code or something? Uh, Somewhere? No, probably not. But you can. Okay. Yeah, we could probably make like a premium, like twenty dollar premium. We'll send you nudes or something. Absolutely. We'll send Put you, it on there. I'll we'll send it. you a human Happily. centipede of us wiping, <laughs> e- wiping each other's ass with baby wipes. It's gonna be way more than twenty dollars. Wait, but. who's the who's who on the human centipede then? <laughs> I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle. Then I'm. Oh my god! Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> this is the sickest shit I've ever heard. I'm in the middle. Call it. Call Early. Who called fish <laughs> Who called the fucking middle? I'm going skiing. <laughs> Truly depraved. Uh, on that note, I'm cu- I'm cutting this one. A culture in crisis. Um. <laughs> <laughs>